with my sweater on right now. <laughs> so I need to drink cold coffee out of my, this is my uh, sound of music mug. It's a few of my favorite things. My sister custom made this for me. What's up, everybody? Happy St. Joseph's Day! What up, St. Joseph? Dr. <laughs> St. Joseph's gear. Uh, it's the new year. St. Joseph's year. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you are rocking with the best. The Holy Records Podcast. Episode number 70 or 84, I think. Father Pat's here and Josh in your ear. We got a special one today. What do we got, Father? I am so excited for uh, some some hot, hot irons in the fire that we've got presented to you today. But on top of that, the whole church is already celebrating. We we are, are, are like late to the party, actually. We're fashionably late. We're fashionably late to the, the party of St. Joseph's Day. I've been living it up. I had chicken. I had chicken on a Friday in Lent because it's a solemnity, fools. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good. Yeah, it's so good right now. And that's what it is. I, I couldn't partake. I, I forgot a lunch today. So I was like, I don't know how to celebrate St. Joseph's Day without a lunch. So I was actually kind of fasting. And then I found like a, a beef stick or whatever, like 100% grass fed, like beef yeah. jerky. I just kind of yeah. ate that because sure. I can't, because I don't have to eat. Not obscene for me. So anyway, <laughs> you're watching us for the first time. Please do us a favor. Uh, like, share this, comment, say like, I don't know about this. But also go on YouTube and subscribe. We're really trying to kick you up a notch on YouTube. But if you're yeah. on Facebook, we love you too. So without further ado, let's get into it. Intro time. We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. Great. Why were you made? I was made to be happy. The way to be happy is to know truth and to love goodness. In other words, I am made for God. Pero quiero lío en la diosa. Quiero que se salga afuera. You are now listening to the Holy Ruckus Podcast. I always jam out every single time. Yes, yes, y'all. What's going on? So we're here, and I mean, we're celebrating St. Joseph's Day. We're also still entering in. It's still a Friday during Lent, even if you're not abstaining. Um, but anyway, Father, how did you? How are you celebrating your St. Joseph's Day? What's going on? Yeah, so we got the full we got the full battery of masses. I unleashed uh, holy fire. Um, with my with my peeps, uh, love meditating on the life of Saint Joseph. In part because I realized just how much of like the personality of Saint Joseph, like Jesus, is hidden. It's hidden in those hidden years in in Nazareth. So there's like tons of fruit there, and that's what I got to preach on this morning. We had uh, a nooner. We still did stations. Like I said, uh, my bishop pastor gave everybody a dispensation so that we can celebrate our solemnity proper. We have a St. Joseph's table. This is something anybody can do in their home. You can set up a St. Joseph's table, a little a little like, you know, shrine, altar area, and then, you know, put some food on it, put some food on the St. Joseph's table, and then end up donating that to the poor, right? So it's, a, it's an extra excuse to like have that almsgiving spirit in Lent for the poor using our way of honoring St. Joseph's. But that's my devotional plug for the day. There you go. There you go. And if there is a go-to, I mean, I don't know. Do you do the litany of humility today? Do you do like Saint Joseph? I've been doing the novena, folks. Oh, yeah. Holy records. What were you up to? What were you like doing to prepare for for this day? Dude, dude, way to rep that novena. That novena is powerful, man. Uh, we definitely closed it out. We we uh, remembered everybody's intentions, the things that people were praying for as individuals, getting together. But we also prayed. Um, we prayed a hymn that I've never heard before. It was just like in the Magnificat and it like invoked uh, Jesus or Joseph, the guardian. Um, not something I've really thought about a lot. I've thought about like Joseph, the, the dad, that like the foster dad way more than like the guardian, the protector, even though that's like one of his main roles in the church. But I'll tell you what, G, uh, Joseph's litany, St. Joseph's litany. Check that, check that out. 
Saint if you want, there is a litany, really. There is. There's a there's a litany to Saint Joseph. It ain't like Mary's litany. It's like one third as long as Mary's litany, which is probably appropriate, right? You know, uh, but Saint Joseph's litany has one of the best lines of all time in it. Saint Joseph, terror of demons. That's one thing I wanted to kind of hit on real quick. What's the deal with that phrase, the terror of demons? That's kind of scary. What can you tell us about that real quick? Yeah, just like I mean, Joseph is one. I mean, he's he's a he's a union. Uh, a re, he has a real marriage with with Mary. Even if they didn't consummate that marriage, they were still really married with one another. And so he's utterly close to holiness, and but as such, like really, really touched and transformed by by the holiness of his son, the holiness of his wife, and he himself becomes an object of scorn and fear for uh, the, the devils trying to attack the Holy Family and our families as such um, for their humility, for, for his, uh, his virtue, his strengths. He undoes the power of the evil one. And that's why he's become like the go-to guy for keeping our family members safe. Not just that, he's also the patron of what, like workshopping, <laughs> like woodworking, <laughs> sawdusting. <laughs> Carving, whittling, uh, and a good death, and Sad a good death. and a good death. That's the way to go, though, right? Isn't it? That's the way to uh, go. Yeah, surrounded by loved ones, and not just any loved ones, but like the Son of God, the Word made flesh. You know, the Immaculate Conception. Um, I'll be honest; I'm celebrating in a way that's, uh, I don't know, maybe not unique to me. But uh, here, here, here goes for a weird right. shot. I've got know. my. I've got my uh, Bohemia socks on. I've got my my, my uh, Czech heritage socks on because until like today, I did not realize St. Joseph is the patron saint of Bohemia, a.k.a. the Czech Republic. So what? I'm a little bit Czech. I'm like 25% Czech, somewhere in there. Deep dive. And, yeah. Now I got the socks to prove it. Deep dive. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. Enough of our banter. It's been it's been great and exciting. I'm gonna have some chicken to celebrate tonight. You know, um, yeah. from a place called Don Boyo. I, I I love that chicken. Mm. You know, charboil. Give it to me. But anyway, uh, let's get into it, guys. So for the last uh, about two weeks, we've been promoting this thing called the Christ is Passing By 2021, a a Lenten series uh, of uh, music videos through the stations of the cross, right? And how could we, as we near, you know, Calgary, as we near that end, Calgary, right? Uh, I'm gonna say Calgary, like Canada. No, no, like as we as yeah, we yeah. do this place, how do we approach it? And so um, it, it was an homage to some uh, old school classmates from Franciscan University back in the day that some musicians got together and they all took a station and they composed an original track. And it was so beautiful, so gorgeous that I was like, you know what? This is what I wanted to do, but I wanted to make it video based as well and just really bring it in. What would happen if I were to bring out, you know, GoPros and drone footage and and, and in the in the cold, cold, cold of Maryland in the one of <laughs> coldest days of the year with sheets of ice? What would that look like if we put you know, some actors in there and they killed it? They did amazing. And we used enlisted the help of uh, many parishes, but also. Uh, outside of just our region, we asked a bunch of Catholic creatives from a from a group on Facebook called Catholic Creatives, uh, the CC musicians, and they responded. 14 songs, 14 artists that wanted to just do something good for the Lord. We got some of them here with us. We're going to have a podcast where if they you know, agree and they want to jump on with us, they're going to talk about their songs and everything else. So without further ado, I wanted to just intro this. This is so each time we get together on on uh, on friday's episode on sunday i think wednesday and the next one on the friday we're going to be releasing like three at a time three or two stations at a time and invite po uh, folks to talk about the station that they had they, that they selected why they selected it and and what was behind the the, the heart the prayers that delivered the song to the church and so we're geeked up about it we're gassed up about it and so the the first song here the first station that we were doing um, is right here. So we're we're gonna do it, man. Condemned to death, and this is one of my. This is probably my my. I know it, it's hard to say, like it's, it's my fa favorite one right now, but it is. It just is because 
I don't know. Pontius Pilate is just like, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? So anyway, um, let's do it, guys. Let, let's begin. And this is the first station. The first station. And, uh, yep, here we go. We dreamed of a king We hoped he'd save us from all of our foes Be an embodiment of our political throes Someone to purify our temple But what you gave us was so much greater Instead of division you brought us unity and favor Healing and miracles Followed every word you said We adore you, O Christ, and together we praise you You were sent to death so we might raise with you By holy cross you have redeemed the How'd you stay silent when they tried to frame you? When Pilate asked you what was truth, was he just trying to shame you? You barely spoke a word, instead praying, Thy will be done. Pilate thought he had found the answer, but we chose Barabbas because it fit our anger. Crucify him, sound only got louder. We adore you, O Christ, and together we praise you. You were sent to death so we might raise with you. By your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. By your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. Yo, station number one, dude. What's going on? What what's percolating? Serious prayer vibes, man. I gotta, I gotta ask. Are are is everybody? Everybody's gonna use the same refrain, right? Everybody's gonna use the bias, bias by the Holy Cross. For for by his holy cross you have redeemed the world, or was that just Matt's take? That was just Matt's take. That's what pray on. Nice. I'm so excited, dude. I pray, I pray the stations of the cross um, with uh, with our parishioners, and of course, there's lots of different stations out there. You know, there's lots of different versions, but this is this is like um, a, like a real way to uh, like cut through. For me, there's a lot of distraction of just like the people you're going to the stations with. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you can't help it. <laughs> you hear so and so reads too loudly, and so and so, like, you know, she sings. She sings at the top of her lungs, and it's beautiful. You know, but like this is such a like a way to like meditate privately. You know, and and quietly. I think, uh, with, without distraction, just totally immersed, or at least that's where I was going took me there no for sure for sure i yeah. paid attention to yeah oh when i was um it's i mean well first up those that don't know and as matt jumps on here w- whenever he jumps on here fashionably <laughs> late, fashionably right late, yeah um, he uh, he's someone that i met through uh franciscan university he was my music leader my worship leader uh when we were at school and we did uh masses together yeah. So I was like his backup, backup, backup voice, <laughs> you know, and he was doing lead and he just had that twang. He just got that style and yeah, he just brings it. It's like super soulful vibe, that I, like singing with the soul, not necessarily like soul as a genre, but like, it's definitely like, right. you feel it. It's it's not like he hits every note, like it's not polished. And that's what I love about him. It's, it's, it's I get John, I get John Foreman vibes. Dude. You know, from uh, the, the, the lead singer of uh, Switchfoot, 
Yes. Yeah, I, I get some John Foreman vibes, and maybe it's the you know the the acoustic guitar helps with that because his independent projects definitely sound the same way. A little less twang, but uh, I, I dig the twang. I you know it, it's uh, it kind of you know it takes you in in a, in a folksy way into like uh, the folklore, you know the, the the lore of you know Jesus Jesus on the way because the Stations of the Cross. You know, private revelation. Um, these were visions of. Um, oh man, I'm gonna get blasted in the comments for not remembering the visionary's name. Uh, but uh, you know, she she received these like, you know, visions of these stations. Some of them, some of them are heavily biblical. You know, um, Jesus meets the women of Jerusalem. Is um, you know Simon of Cyrene, um, Veronica, but like the the whole devotional was like a private, private revelation. Let's go, Matt. Welcome aboard. Hello, everybody. Already been hearing your song and uh, music video, man. We're vibing. We're vibing hard. Yeah, cool. Good, good. Dude, Dude I'm hyping you up over here. I'm, I'm, I'm calling you out and, and paying you this compliment. I just, I don't throw them ducats out lightly, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blowing up your spot saying like, I'm getting some, I'm sitting here. I'm prayerfully meditating. It's it doesn't have doesn't come with this distraction of like listening to people bla blasting out the Stabat Mater, you know, when we pray uh, stations in in the parish. And uh, you just you're you're chilling me you're chilling me down. Um, you're cooling me, you know, into the you know the quiet of of the heart. And I'm getting some John Foreman vibes out of you, man. Ooh, that's a that's a huge compliment. <laughs> Dude, so take this through, man. Matt. Like what? You know, when you're just sitting there with the with the guitar, with the you know, with your axe, and you're just like, what do I do? What do I want? And how'd you go through it, man? How'd you know what to do? Right. Well, it was actually pretty encouraging because I. Uh, it was pretty encouraging, so I. Uh, I don't necessarily see myself as like a very good songwriter, but I've been proving myself wrong lately with like opportunities like this. You reached out to me. I was like, well, I guess it's, it's an, it's an opportunity to write a song. So I, uh, I'm always better at existing lyrics, like a Psalm or something and just putting lyrics to it. But uh, I saw it as a good challenge and I've been just learning that motivation and lyrics come when I just like put some elbow grease into it. So I, I, on this one, I, I looked up several different, um, you know, uh, first station meditations and yeah. uh, I read Bishop Barron's meditation and just tried to like, you know, type out a bunch of notes and try to re I read the chapter before the chapter, the chapter after get some, you know, some context and, and just spent like a week just trying to pray through it. I called my priest friend, father Jacob, Willig from uh, Cincinnati to see if he got anything in prayer. And then I just, I tried to hammer it out. I remember telling my wife, I was like, I might have to tell him this isn't working. So nothing's coming out. And then surely enough, uh, the Lord provided something. I was like, Ooh, this is good. And okay. I got a chorus today. Uh, or I got the chorus last. I was like, man, what could be a chorus? And, uh, and I was like, well, duh, you know, Kind yeah, of the, the main responsorial or whatever. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of yeah, that's kind of uh, how it came to be, I guess. Yeah, you were always man, like, and just going back to our days at at the friend, you know, when, when we were trying to come up with different psalms and different melodies of, of you know the same thing, it was just like, and you'd always find a way to just make it super melodic and super gorgeous. And I had no doubt. I mean, you know, yeah, you had doubts, but I was like. Man, he's gonna he's gonna come out with something. I and I was and I and I thought, and this is the thing, everyone's song, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this or whenever you watch this, every station is different, is incredibly different in terms of style and genre. Like we got R and B vibes with my man BT, we got folk and indie and just and pop, even like just mandolin, you know, banjo. It's like different things, and so like, and I should have known, like your take would have just been so different. And that comes out of your prayer and just your own thing. I, I'm, I'm wrong to, to convince myself that it would be just like this sad, sobering thing. Cause that, I mean, that it is that, but it's also the hopefulness in your yeah. voice that you bring out, man. Way more. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. 
Dude, yes, yes. What was your uh, what was like your favorite line in it? I know I'm putting you on the spot there, but what, what really does it for you? Um, I don't know. I guess like the for me, I think that the uh, just the part about you know addiction to anger. I don't know. I feel like as a people and as I'm reading through the Old Testament and realizing maybe we haven't you know, this idea that some people believe in evolution and stuff. And, you know, I, I guess the church can kind of, you know, go either way on it, I suppose. But uh, have we evolved much as people, you know, uh, maybe, but maybe not. It seems like even, you know, whenever the crowd yells crucify him, we'd right. rather have that high of feeling anger. And I, I don't know, it just seems like, you're seeing that today in different scenarios for good reasons. You know, people are really angry in certain ways and, and I don't know, it's just that angry mob, you know, it's been, it's been a thing since, you know, before, before Jesus's time. And it's, we chose our anger, I guess it's kind of the, I was surprised that came out. It's like, we chose Barabbas because it fit our anger. You know, it's like, you kind of fit the narrative of what we were looking for. Um, you know, and yeah, so maybe that's kind of a theme. You know, Jesus is constantly showing people, you know, everybody wanted, I think uh, Israel wanted a warrior and uh, and Jesus was showing them a bigger picture, you know. Totally. I think you're onto something there, dude. Maybe, I, I don't know. That's my take. But, you know, yeah. even when I was at Franciscan, I, I was pretty humbled by my theology teachers. I'd, I'd write like a, a paper on what I really got out of it. And they're like. I don't know. This isn't really what we're <laughs> looking for. So, I mean, I'll I'll give you my perspective, and, and maybe other people relate. I don't know. No, I, <laughs> so. I love it. I was right in there with the crowd. I really, I felt hard, like pity for, like I don't know. Your song made me feel pity for, like, and in the visuals too. And and you'll see it, Matt. Uh, when you get a chance, you'll see. Like, I felt such pity for, like. Is that the right word, Father? Like pity for my man Pontius Pilate? Like that sucks that he was like yeah. indifferent and the sin of indifference. And yeah. that's awful that, that he does that and he washes his hands of it clean. The sin of omission and everything. He could have done something. But like, I don't know. I caught that from like just your lyrics and the way you sang that thing, Matt. And I was like, dude, like way to go. Way to make me sympathetic towards Pontius. But no, it's <laughs> well, I heard something. Uh, I don't know if this is true, Father. Maybe you know. Um, maybe some Lenten. I don't know. Is it true that uh, Pontius Pilate converted to Christianity later on, or is do you know anything about that? I heard something that he became a martyr, which I'm like, I, that was the only time I ever heard it. But yeah. maybe it's like an early church tradition or something, or maybe not. I don't know. I've, all I've ever heard, and I think this shows up in the Passion of the Christ as well, is that his wife was uh, a believer. I think that's recorded, yeah. too. That's recorded in Scripture itself, too. So it's not yeah. un, it's not unreasonable to think that he had the opportunity to convert, given that you know she she was close to him and she told him, you know, uh, hey, don't mess with this dude. So like, you know, there's hope for everybody, right? But mm -hmm. I'm talking with the anger, with, with your take on like you know our addiction to anger, and how it takes some, it takes some commitment to maintain a thing like that. Uh, I was definitely, <laughs> I don't know, as like a foreshadowing. Um, I was not not in an angry place. Like I wasn't losing my mind or anything. But like I felt I felt like the anger pressing in, praying the stations with my parish this morning, and then and then you hit me with that. So I'm like, okay. Maybe the Lord is telling me to like you know <laughs> drop the rock, but uh, dude, dude, yeah. that's a, I know that's, that's one of my that's my favorite uh, go to drug is anger. I know, and that's something I'm sorting out, and so I'm sure that that was part of my prayer as I was writing it. You know, yeah, like yeah. you know what we we need to, you know, we as a people maybe we we really want justice, and uh, and I think. Uh, God is slowly teaching us to what true justice and mercy and yeah. Amen. Dude, amen. amen. Brother, brother, what's up? So that's that's good. We're ready to go to the second station, man. We're ready to go say Matt, you can either sit tight or you can dip out. But thank you so much for, for being with us here. And we're gonna we're gonna invite uh Jessica here.
to come on board. She, she wrote our second one. But real quick, Matt, where can we find you or listen to more of your jams? You had one about the Catholic lady or something on Spotify? Yeah, I, yeah, I helped out with a, a Catholic uh, song or a Catholic uh, uh, musical called, uh, yeah, Catholic Young Adults. Check it out. It's really good uh, from a group up in Minnesota of NET. Net, uh, a buddy of mine from net has nice. put it together and uh yeah you can find my music on uh, spotify or apple music some on youtube uh and soundcloud some so yeah check and it out matt cranley music or yeah just matthew cranley yeah matthew you'll you'll cranley. find something come up i gotcha all right man well cool. cool let's invite jessica here and again uh let's see and i know father pat you gotta get on here but let's yeah, see yeah basically Jess and I are going to do this, like, we're going to do this, like, tag-in, tag-in motion. <laughs> As Jess is tagging in to, like, preview and debut our awesome second station, uh, Jesus Takes Up His Cross. I'm going to dip in prayer. I'm going to be praying. I'm going to be praying, especially for the continued success of this new initiative. I hope our, our audience is getting hyped and that you subscribe below and support our Patreon. Thank you so much. There you go. There you go. Second station. Jess, welcome, welcome, welcome. Father. God bless you. Thanks for having me. Yes, Jess. Where are you hailing from? Where are you, where are you coming from? I'm from Los Angeles, California, specifically South Pasadena right now, but I grew up in Santa Monica, California. Dude, that's awesome. Okay. Well, you want to give a little intro to why you picked this uh, this station? Was it one that I selected for you? Or did um, you have you have it in your mind <laughs> wait no there's a story here go for it well yeah i think um you, i said honestly like any station um i looked through them and i thought which of the stations most draw me and i i know two and a couple others so i gave you like three i was like three any of these three or any of them if these are all like taken but um yeah i think for me, I was sort of like, this seems like a cool opportunity. And I, I love the challenge as a songwriter of just, you know, being able to be given a prompt and then try to do something with that. So I liked this as a songwriting challenge. Dude, and you did. And you really killed it. You did such an amazing job. And Thank so we're you. getting ready. Let's do it. So Sounds here good. we go. Uh, do you want to introduce it? Intro it. Um, this is I'd Go to Any Length for You. All right, here we are.
Oh, Jess, so beautiful and such a needed perspective. And so thank you, folks. If you loved it, go ahead and give it a like and a love right now and go look up her music because she's got big things coming up because you're like, what, less than 24 hours away from releasing? Yes. I should have given you my Spotify link. I'll send it to you later and maybe yes. we can put it in. But oh, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I'm releasing a new single Um yeah, it'll be probably out at midnight Eastern time, so uh, 9 yeah. p.m. Pacific time. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So let's let's get into it. I still got Matt here, and and he'd love to just chat it up some more about your yeah. track. I love hey. your song. Thank beautiful. you so much, dude. Yes. So let's talk about just like where does it start? I mean. I'm, I'm like super amateur. I'm just like a, I call it like a, just a gorilla musician, like whatever, you know, but like for you, like, where does it start for you in terms of the process of like saying like, okay, you got your station. What's next? Yeah. So a lot of times when I want to write a song, I'll just sit down and I'll pick up my ukulele. That's my main instrument that I write with and play. Um, yeah. And, um, I'll just kind of start messing around with different chords. Um, I've definitely just prayed, kind of spontaneously prayed that way a number of times where I just like pick up, light a candle, pick up my uke and just sort of see what comes out of me, like whatever I want to say to God. Um, and so I think with this, I kind of started that way. And then when I had some of the first ideas for lyrics, I kind of, paused and like start stopped and started where I would like be like okay what else do I want to say and what's the overall message um that I want to express with this song about this station and what is the meaning of taking up the cross like you know I feel like station two is kind of in presenting you know the theology of the crucifixion <laughs> and so I was like how do I take this very complex um, idea and theology and sort of boil it down in two minutes. <laughs> you did it. I, 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 I mean, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's such a, such a lofty goal and, and, and task, right. But you, you rose to it in like the simplicity of, I mean, yeah, I don't know, Matt, go ahead. And, what do you think, brother? When you, were and I, I remember struggling with that too. I was like, how do you get all this rich theology in like a three minute, you know, less than like song? Two. Yeah, but the way that you structured the song and the way the melody, it, it didn't see on my on my song. I felt like I was like, dang it, there's so many words. But the way that you did it and the melody, it, you know, it could really help the the listener meditate and kind of go in. And it didn't feel like there was like too many or too too little amount of just lyrics. And it just really, yeah, I thought it was appropriate. It's good. Yeah. What Thank and then in terms of lyrics, like we could we could stay on, on on lyrics like for a little bit here and then maybe instrumentation, sure. but with the like lyrically, it I I felt like it, it can be in in the best way simplified in like this is the why, you know you know what happened you know you know what brought us here but like do you honestly sit and meditate on the why that I would do this. Right. And even in the verses and, and that's where, it, what carried me through in, in prayer. And, and, um, when I first got it, right. When I, when you first sent it to me, I, um, I, and I do this with all the songs, but more particularly with yours, cause, it, and I received it at night and I played it at night. I had the, you know, the, I had to get into the ambiance. I turned up all the lights and I was like going in prayer and I was just listening and I had it on repeat. And I honestly was so, it was so, possible to to just pray and so thank you for that and just like yeah absolutely. Wanted to, i wanted to go to adoration because it was like communion mm -hmm. true communion and just like mm -hmm. cross. and so thank you because i'm so glad it ministered to you that way yeah yes it did it did and it will for for so many others because i think we we, we gloss over it and and just call it what it is like we were we're so unworthy 
we're, we're, we're so unworthy. And yet Christ says like, no, but like, it's worth it. Right. You know, and, and, and I would do it and I would go for any length. Well, and I think, I think that I, we say I unworthy, unworthy, unworthy a lot. And I kind of feel like God's whole point is it's not about that. There's nothing to be earned here. So sure. stop, stop flagellating yourself. I'll go get flagellated if I need to, if that's what you need me to do, but you're loved. That's your identity. So stop all this fussing. My spiritual director often says, Whenever, whether, whether I'm spiraling in self-doubt, self-deprecation, he'll say, where's your attention right now? And I'll be like, oh, on me. And he's like, he always helps me redirect because if I'm so focused on all that I'm, all that's wrong or all that I'm doing or failing at, I'm, it's still self-centered just as mm -hmm. much as self-aggrandizement. Um, so true humility is being able to stand in the truth of who you are without overinflating your strengths or your weaknesses. And so I think really focus, turning my attention back on God and God's great love for me unconditionally that I can't earn, and it's not about that, is what helps center me a lot when I start spiraling in shame or guilt or any of my other vices. Absolutely. I love the, the subtle way of kind of saying, Get over yourself, John. Like I love. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> no, no, just, just no. But that's fine. It is the Lenten season, and I will take it because no. But then, honestly, the and it's it's the common way of looking at it. It's the natural way of looking at it. But what does our Lord want us to do? He wants us to raise our eyes to to the cross and to heaven, and to get out of the natural and go to the next level, that supernatural place, right? Yeah. It's an ordinary response, mine, right? Of of of. Yeah. Of, of just how it is, but then what's the virtue? Where's the virtuous place? Where's the place that I need to sit in for a while and just be like, no, but, but this is the work and this is what I'm invited into to yeah. walk with our Lord. And so I don't take it as that at all. I don't think it's a shot at all. I think it's, 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 it's definitely warrants it. So, so death. So thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. What made you, uh, what made you want to just keep it to vocals and uh, the ukulele? Um, well, based on, I think one of the instructions that was kind of prompting it was sort of like simple arrangement and, and instrument instrumentation. So, um, yeah, I, I, um, I mainly play ukulele. I can dabble on guitar, but, um, I don't know. I just kind of, th that's how I started out. Like when I first started playing my songs with an instrument. I started on ukulele. I started learning uke when I was like 14 and taught myself. And so it felt pretty raw and vulnerable to just sing and play from that place. Um, and that's, that's kind of my MO. A lot, most of my music that's on um, uh, Spotify is more fully produced. Although once my, my last single that I released was on the first Sunday of Advent and it's a, mm. just a kind of meditative mantra, all will be well inspired by St. Julian of Norwich. And I arranged that with like all vocals. So it's all acapella, but it's a lot of harmonies and vocal layers. But, um, yeah, most of my stuff has like full instrumentation. Um, but yeah, with this, I just, I felt like for the purposes of this project, keeping it, simple and 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 modest in its arrangement felt like what it needed dude absolutely also yeah. also i was just gonna say i i used to do some worship for stations of the cross um at, at my parish where i worked as a youth minister for several for like over five years um and i whenever i would play ukulele and do worship music i would call it eucharistic adoration so I've been leading worship for Eucharistic Adoration nice. um, for a couple of years now. And I really enjoy doing that too. So awesome. awesome. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's such a great uh, choice. Ukulele. I mean, I, Thanks. It, 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 it's uh, I don't know what it is. It's, I mean, it's kind of like Willie Nelson's sound in the sense of it's, it's warmer. It, it's nicer. It's more, I don't know how to, how to describe it, but I think it's always, it's a great choice and it's something that people don't do enough of, I think. So I just, yeah, good job with the creativity and the sparseness is, is there's something about sparseness and not enough that, uh, 
makes the heart kind of fill in the rest. I, I've noticed, you know, whoever's listening, their their heart can can fit in the song a little bit more when it's when it's kind of simple, you know. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. For sure, for sure. Well, let's get into it. We're we're trucking right along, but I wanted to invite uh, BT uh, Brian here because he's been listening backstage and he's saying he's heard a couple tracks. So let's see what Brian has to say. What's up? What's up? Hold on. Let me get him in here. My man. What's up? You there? Hey, yo. How's it going? Can you hear me? We can hear you. It's a little faint, but yeah, keep going. Okay. I'll, I'll try to speak up then when I, when I speak. I love the moon phases behind you. Phases of the moon are so cool. Thank you. So actually, it's the phases of the moon, and then the this middle one is actually pictures of the Beatles walking across the street. Cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, those are his records. You know, <laughs> multi-platinum. Yeah, one day, one day. <laughs> uh, Brian, thanks so much. So do I call you BT and King? How do you go by like? So my artist name now is BT and the King because I, so my original artist name was BT. I would put my music on Spotify and there was another guy named BT who had way bigger records than I did. So my district, my distributor would upload my stuff to his account. Oh no. So I've, I've, got, I've got several thousand plays because of it. So I'm not, I'm not complaining. Um, but yeah, I figured that I should probably add on to my name. Very good. Well, BT, when you were backstage, were you able to hear some of the tracks? Is there anything you wanted to impart on the on the folks? I did. So I didn't get to hear Matt's track. Unfortunately, I, I'm looking forward to it. I did. I did hear Jessica, and I loved it. It was great. Um, I, I guess I'll talk a little bit more about this when we get into the song I wrote too. But I'm a convert to Catholicism. So I converted when I was 23 years old. I'm 37 now, um, and I grew up in. Uh, non-denominational Protestant faith. My dad's a minister, and I'm a musician, obviously. So I, I actually still play drums in in Protestant churches. Um, so one thing I love about the Catholic Church is just the the depth and the um, there's a general just knowledge and meditative spirit, and that a lot of like my friends, cradle Catholics, it, it's almost inherent. Just the language. Uh, so just hearing hearing the song and um, hearing you explain it to me is just so beautiful. Uh, knowing that we have so many gifts in the church, um, so many ways to uh, to help us get to where we're supposed to be, just just beautiful to me. Yeah, yeah, that universality for sure. Indeed, for sure. Awesome, BT. So go ahead, man. Let's. Uh, Want you introduce. Uh, your track, brother. Let, let's go. Let's show him, show him what's up here. Let me get you. Hold on. Let me get screen to get my man real quick. Excuse me here. Very good. We're on station three. Let's go. What do you think? Awesome. So this song is uh, titled The First Time. So this is uh, the first oh, time. Oh, left us. Show. left us. The first time and last time. BT, oh. your, your video, I think. Unless you're using Canon. Are you using a Canon camera? Is that why? I'm using a Canon. Yeah. I'm sure I'm definitely going to Yeah, I feel you. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Intro this puppy. Go ahead. Absolutely. So this is the first time uh, with details, the first time that Christ fell uh, while carrying the cross. Let's get it. Too much to bear Oh, 
what a sight it must have been to be there When you fell down for the first time The sin wasn't yours, it was all mine Oh, how your knees must have been scarred Starting to bleed To pay it all When you fell down For the first time Thank you for the fall Thank you Thank you for the fall We're so grateful Thank you for the fall Thank you for the fall Thank you for the fall I know you paid it all Thank you for the fall Yeah, 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 yeah Thank you for the fall I know you paid it all Thank you for the fall It was the first time you fell Under the weight of my sins, yeah Thank you for the fall I owe all I am to Right, all right. Let's see. There we go. Who? Ah, man. All these songs today. Gosh, like, yo. Um, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, thank you, Lord. Thank you. I don't got. I mean, I don't know. Matt, save me here. What, what do you want to say? That was like, gorgeous. That's what I, I thought it was. Yeah, just the the fact that the prayer of thankfulness. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the fall. I just thought it was absolutely awesome. Just the fact that when we um, we don't tend to reflect on on his uh, on the fact that it wasn't it wasn't his sin, you know, it was ours that he he took upon himself, and the fact that he fell, it's uh, you know, we can we can kind of relate to that. It's good. Yeah, I love how "Thank You for the Fall" can also be like thought of too is like I mean kind of oh happy fault like Augustine's you know oh happy fault but say they're that gained for us so great a redeemer that kind of idea um so it kind of made me think of that too um but yeah it was a beautiful reflection on on that fall and and God being with us whenever we fall dude yeah for sure echoing that like I mean it was almost like in the best way, it was haunting. It was like haunting. Like it, it, it just stayed with me. It's like, I, 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 and I'm just like checking myself. I'm like, and every time, like I, I think of it, like, but I never say thank you for the fall, like showing me what it means to fall and to rise again. Um, Cause you don't get, you know, Easter Sunday without the good Friday, without those falls. And, and this being that first one, um, it just kind of primes you and it prepares you for, the the journey and um and this is it, it becomes real I, I think at at this point right like we you know uh to be to be condemned or to be you know thrown away or set aside or, or accused and then to take up our burdens and to and to and to walk you know then to and then to fall um and to and to say to even thank our lord for that is something that i don't think we we meditate enough on Right, we kind of maybe just fast forward to the end because we know where it ends, but uh, do we pay attention to those little stages of, you know, having the weight of the cross and and, and then falling, and so yeah, man, and yeah, so th this is this is cool, man, and and I blame you, but I, I I thank you because my kids like sing it like when they're going to bed. I'm like, Thank you for the like, and they're just like, oh, stop. that's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. That's so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, for me, I, I felt I was in the same place as uh, Matt and Jess, where it was like, you know, you get to the station and it's like, okay, so 
what am I going to do with this? <laughs> uh, so I thought, for me, I thought it was really cool to try to zoom in to that moment as much as possible and try to describe that, like, you know, oh, what a sight it must have been to be there, like, you know, to be in that that crowd watching and to, to think about the people who didn't even really know what was going on, but to watch this man carry this cross and, and fall. I, I would imagine that this was a more brutal road to the cross than most people had taken during that time. You know, I would imagine this was a very extreme situation. Um, I really wanted to try to zoom into that fall and uh, some of the looks I, I use were like, I know you paid it all. You know, thank you for the, the big gift that you gave us. We know you died. We know you got nails put in your hand. You know, you, you went to hell and, and took the keys and you rose and you descended into heaven. We know you did all that stuff, but thank you for choosing to fall. Like God came from heaven, put himself into human form and endured just the most embarrassing situation for me. Like it's, it's, it's beautiful, it's humbling. You know, anytime that you start to think that uh, of how big we are and how much we deserve, we could take God's example. He humbled himself on a level that we can't even fathom, you know, um, to bear our things. So, yeah, that, that was kind of my, my mindset when I was working with Dude. Trying to trying to zoom into that moment. Yeah, I don't think we we met we. I mean, God, you know, He comes from heaven. He comes from a kingdom. He comes and experiences all of our imperfections of being a human. Uh, he relates to us in every way but sin. And uh, I think God knew we needed somebody to relate to when we're constantly falling. We're constantly having to get back up again, like you're saying. And it's it's beautiful that he he chose that humility um, to be able to relate to a savior like that because in honesty you know we we all strive to be perfect or we want to be perfect we have a hard time being imperfect I I know I do um, but I, I think we wouldn't be able to relate to a God who is perfect uh, who didn't you know show us that even he you know fell to his knees you know in the in the in this period. No, man, for sure, for sure. How do you know, like, and so when you write, man, like, and for this song and for others, like, who do you, who do you invite in? Who, how many, like, is it just one, is it just you? You don't invite any cooks in the kitchen to, to come prep? I know you're married. When, when is it like at a place where you can show your wife or who do you show? Um, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. So my wife and I have seven kids, so it's not, um, not often I get a lot of time to just nice. <laughs> be alone and be contemplative. <laughs> um, but yeah, my writing process um, is typically just me. That's, that's been the story of uh, a lot of what, what happened in my life. Kind of had to go the road alone. Um, so, you know, just when I started writing music, um, I have a good buddy of mine. We kind of came up together in high school, messing around with uh, different dogs, different uh, digital audio workstations to record music. Um, and yeah, most of the time it's just um, enjoying the music that I love and trying to find a way to put that uh, into a message that God has given me. Um, uh, I don't seem like a heathen, but a lot of my favorite artists are not, uh, <laughs> are not Christian artists. Uh, sure. Probably my favorite artist is probably John Mayer. I just love the way he writes. Yeah. Yes. Um, his writing is so clever. It's so it puts you there. It puts you in whatever situation he's talking about. You know. Um, so yeah, a lot of times I'm aiming for stuff like that with you know R and B vibes. Um, a lot of times I fail, um, but you know that's that's kind of my process. My wife is normally the first person to hear what comes out though. Yeah. And the reason I, I love my wife so much is because she's so unimpressed. <laughs> so I'll show her something and she's like, okay, that was cool. Yeah, that was all right. <laughs> and, what, and what was the real with this one? How, how did she feel about this chunk? Um, she liked it. I think it took her a minute. I think I had a couple of different drafts. Um, actually sung the first version in our bedroom on like a little USB mic. 
Sure. She was kind of like, yeah, some of those notes weren't really. Like, I, I know, babe, I'm going to go to the studio later and actually start doing a little bit better. <laughs> there you go. Um, but she was, she, she, she enjoyed it. My wife always, she always jokes with me that, you know, about how uncatholic I am. Because I come from a Protestant background. <laughs> there you go, man. So we're going to put this one out, man, so that the Catholic world can know BT and the King. For sure, for sure. sure how do you, I appreciate how do you know when the track is done? Like, how, like, and, and that's to everybody. That's why, uh, to you, Matt and Jessica, like, how do you know, BT, when it's when you're done? Like, all right, it's good. Don't touch it. Leave it alone. And you're tempted to like, ah, oh, but I could, you know, even not. I, have, I had I had stuff. this conversation this week actually with a friend of mine. This is with all creativity. The project is done when the deadline hits. Yeah, as a creative. As a creative, you can always like go in and like, okay, let me eat the reverb is a little too much there. Um, you know, maybe this is a little too hot. You can do that for, for years. <laughs> but if you actually want to get stuff out to people, you got to kind of set some deadlines and, and hold yourself to it. So I watched a uh, documentary on uh, Imogen Heap, you know, the girl who did just for now, just for now. But anyway, she was mentioning she had deadline passed after deadline. And she finally came to peace saying, because of the deadline, hey, you know what? There are things that I'd change now, you know, two months after she released it. But that was the best Imogen heap that I could have been at the moment. And, and you're just at peace with it. And that's okay. Sure. Yeah, sorry. I had myself muted because someone's vacuuming a car, like, right outside my window. So it's really loud. My apologies if it's... No worries, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... I think, yeah, I like what BT said about the deadline, but also a lot of my creative projects don't have deadlines. And sometimes that makes it really hard for me to get started or to like finish things because I have a lot of ideas. Um, one of the things I like to do that's also creative is make rosaries. And what I love about making a rosary is that you know when it's done, you know how many pieces and parts and beads go into it and when you connect that last one you're like okay all of the pieces are connected sure i could go back and unbend every wire and like change the colors of the beads but i'm not about to do that so like i make my decisions about the colors and the metals beforehand and then i just make it and it's done so sometimes making those is like a healthy little side creative outlet for me and then once i've finished something i'm like okay Maybe I can go in into these creative projects that are like a little more open-ended, like songwriting, where you know <laughs> I get to decide my own deadlines. So, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I always wanted to know that. So, so this is this is cool for me because I get to ask these questions to a room full of musicians. So it's good for me. I want to always know how the sausage is made and things like that. So it's like typical fan stuff. It, it really is. So the questions I ask you guys. I'd be asking that to John Mayer on his IG lives if he was here. So, <laughs> so um, just, okay. So I like you BT in the sense that uh, when I, when I write stuff or if I write music or if I want to make videos or my favorite podcasts, they're so not Catholic and it's not because the Catholic ones aren't good or whatever. And, and you said like, um, like where, where are you drawing from? You said that, you know, it, for you, it's for mostly like secular music, right? It's not really like the Catholic ones. And I didn't know if that was like that for, for you too, uh, Matt and Jessica, or, or do you actually have uh, Catholic influences that you actually bite off of or, or vibe with, or even steal from, you know, certain, certain little licks, certain little things that you take and, you know, you, you do that. I mean, this came out of something that Franciscan University did, and I had no shame. I said, I want to do an homage to that. I'm just going to put a video on top of it, you know? So shout out to the people that did it. But I don't know, Matt, for, for you, um, is, is there any Catholic influences that you draw from? And obviously here, it's like you draw from the king himself and prayer, you know, not, not Elvis, but. Man, honestly, I uh, just Catholic tradition is the most inspiring to me. I, uh just that just Lectio Divina, for example, has taught me so much, just that discipline. Uh, that, I mean, just the church's wisdom in general. Is there an artist? I'm not too sure. Uh, I have some friends that are pretty inspiring to me. There's a band called Novum that you should check out. They're always inspiring me. But um, and their 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 music is very uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's a mix of like 
Mute Math. It's a mix of Hillsong. It's a mix of everything. It's really great. Um, but yeah. mostly, I'm I, I listen to a lot of stuff that's that's not Catholic as well. Just trying to get inspiration. John Mayer is, is one for sure, and other folks. Yeah, for me, I mean, the word Catholic means universal. So I've been much in the habit of seeing everything as Catholic, and then other people don't see that. And I'm like, yeah, you just have different language to say the same things. I kind of, I, I'm like stubbornly kind of convinced that we're all just like getting up the same ideas, but we just have our different ways of communicating those things. So for me, I mean, God made all of us and loves all of us and all of the creative, all the creativity that flows from any artist or any person is from the creator. Um, but some of my favorite artists, um, Sufjan Stevens, Fiona Apple, um, I love Josh Garrels, uh, The Decemberists, um, Audrey Assad, um, Alanis Morissette, you know, I got, I got a number. I could go on. Talking Heads. I mean, I draw from a lot of different genres and sounds in my lyric and lyric writing and music composition. I would love for you to send me a Spotify playlist. You would love what? For you to send me a Spotify playlist. Okay. Yes, I will. Yeah, I just followed you on Spotify, so. Um, awesome, I'll, I'll do the same. <laughs> yeah, your voice was like butter, BT. I just wanted to say that, like, it was like, whoa, so, so beautiful, your delivery. Like, wow, I, I appreciate that, because I'm, I'm, I'm a drummer by profession, so, you know, the singing stuff, I always tell people God gave me half a voice to produce other people, so that when I'm producing, I can be like, you know, do this. <laughs> Uh, so this, is, this is a new season for me. I actually just kind of really stuff myself. So that, that means a lot. Dude, awesome. Well, guys, thanks so much again, man, for rocking with us and, and saying yes to this project that's just beginning, folks. We've done, just done stations one, two, and three, four, five, and six we'll do on Sunday and, uh, and go on from there. But any parting shots? Where can we listen to you guys next or anything you guys want to plug we'll, we'll start around let's go bt then jessica then then uh matt things you want to plug um yeah so i'm on anywhere you can buy or download music uh, my album name and artist name is bt and the king uh spotify itunes amazon youtube wherever you want to go um jessica i love that you kept referring to the fact that the church it's Catholic means universal. Um, and I have a song on my album called Universal Love, which was very much so inspired by um, wanting to kind of bridge that gap because we think that we're so different in faith. Um, coming from a Protestant world and now being Catholic, one of my biggest uh, passions is bridging that gap because we're not as different as we think we are. Um, I think we want to get to heaven and look and kind of be like, oh, how'd you get here? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm BC and the King, anywhere you can buy music. Awesome. Um, I'm on Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple Music, all the places as well. Just my name, Jessica Gerhardt. And, uh, yeah, G-E-R-H-A-R-D-T, as you can see it spelled out on the video. It's a tricky little German name, so I feel like people get it wrong all the time. Um, but yeah um i have a single coming out tomorrow called not now um and um i'm working on a full-length album that i'm hoping to release later this year um called a light beyond the sea which is inspired by psalm 139 um you know uh if i fly on the wings of dawn or a light beyond the sea even there your hand will guide me um and yeah uh, I think that's everything. I also do a monthly um, concert series called Keep It Simple, where I have a conversation with another uh, artist about songwriting and spirituality. And we just take turns playing songs and sharing stories. And we also engage the audience members in the conversation. And it's been a really cool way to just navigate dialogue around grasping at all kinds of things like faith, doubt questioning, grief, joy, um, 
So it's been a really, um, yeah, blessed experience to, to do that with other artists. Uh, beautiful. I'm, I'm definitely going to look you guys up for sure. For me, um, I you can find my music on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, you can find some on YouTube, on SoundCloud. Uh, the recent uh, single I, that's, uh, that I've released is called The Night Bojangles Danced Away. I wrote it with my buddy, Alvy King. And uh, if you ever heard that song, uh, Bo, uh, Mr. Bojangles, it's kind of... So my one of my heroes, Jerry Jeff Walker, he was like a joyful, joyful... He, he was like the first singer that I ever heard that much joy coming through in his personality, and it just gave me permission. That, hey, I could do this too, you know? And so he passed away, and so me and Alvy took eight of his songs and kind of like weaved them into like a little tribute, like a little uh, sequel to Mr. Bojangles. And so, yeah, but that's the recent one I put out. Just followed you too, Matt. Thank so you. Check out your Bojangles song. Likewise, I just follow both of you. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, no, you're muted, Josh. <laughs> there you go. I gave that whole intro. Yes, uh, all the follows for all our wonderful guests. So thanks so much for being with us. Thanks so much for rocking with the best of Holy Buckets podcast. What you got to do now is check back again on Sunday. Follow us so you can know when we're dropping the next live conversation. It's going to be on Sunday at 5, and I'm sure we'll see each other again. And what else, what else, what else? Let's just close out in prayer, man. Let's just pray it up. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the beautiful witness of these, uh, these, this music, these musicians that are, are just uh, full-time prayers that are just giving themselves over to your will. I ask for a beautiful Lent to on, on go for them and for our listeners and, and people that are watching us. And we thank you for um, the mercy that you show us on the cross and this walk that you have for us in the stations. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be a world without end. Amen, Father, Amen. Holy Spirit. Amen. Hang tight, my guests, hang tight. And then for the rest of us, we will see you uh, when we see you next. Bye.